excuse the shit out of my goddamn French. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in almost summertime, Vermont. It's getting there. It's picking up a little bit. Summer's never coming. It's probably not coming. You're right. Thanks. Thanks, Lou. Really appreciate that. Um, Hey, you know what? Doesn't matter. My name is Bob Fournier. We're here to do a zombie show. I'm joined, as always, by my fellow survivors, underground in a crazy, evil, creepy mansion, we have Albert Wesker, Lou Page. Howdy, howdy. That was a Resident Evil reference. Yes, that's, it was. That's what we'll be talking about this show. <laughs> mostly mostly Resident Evil. And joining us also, we have Claire Redfield, a.k.a. Ryan Murphy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you had so many options, and you went with Claire Redfield. <laughs> I, did, I don't know. The first name that stuck in my head. Boop. If it's if it's um, any you know isn't Claire played by Allie Allie Larder? That's not her name, is it? It's uh, Allie McBeal, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's played <laughs> sure by a strong it. female actress, so you know what? Maybe I'm happy with that choice. I don't know. Yeah, you know, no, I, it wasn't an insult, Ryan. It was, it was just me being uh, there's no choice polite. Being happy, Ryan. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're um we got you know we we understand listeners that fear the walking dead came back we understand it was our jaw-dropping episode we're just not ready to talk about it supposedly, all right <laughs> supposedly we're gonna um, we're gonna talk the first two episodes when they come back to back and uh we're, we'll be covering that next week right on our show or are we covering yes we'll be covering three episodes because this week yeah was a double this week two, was uh, this week was two because amc so, couldn't wait to show you yeah what they had in yeah. store you know I, I think it shows uh, it shows a little something like they're showing their cards a little bit when they show when they play two episodes back to back. They would never do that with Walking Dead Prime, never. No, and they never have. Yeah, it, and it's you know it, it, surprisingly enough, you talk to a lot of people. I was listening to an episode of Current Geek that Lou Page was on, and um, oh. one of the hosts, uh, Scott Johnson, was talking about how much he loved Fear the Walking Dead. It wasn't and, bad. Uh, it just wasn't. Then he then he called Walking Dead Walking Dead Prime, and that's oh, still yeah? bothered. Woo! Um, Just saying, it's catching on, everybody. There's some love for Fear the Walking Dead, so we haven't forgot about it. We're going to talk about it. We'll just uh, we'll have a fully dedicated episode. But this is, I mean, this episode is something we've been waiting for for a while, right? Yeah, well, we have, but also we can't forget the other Walking Dead. Although everybody on this call, except for me, would would love if that happened. But Fear or Telltale's The Walking Dead. We could totally forget about that. I okay. We were in Slack, and I could sense basically Bob Silence and Luz basically <laughs> saying, "I hate this game. I don't want to play it anymore." I, 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 I will make no comments to anybody that is a listener. You've, I've made my intentions with this game clear. 
I will finish playing it. It doesn't mean I have to enjoy it. I never and I didn't want to, and I haven't had time to sit down and play very many games this week. So I didn't want to make my game time that I, <laughs> I had be something that made me want to throw my computer out a window. You know, it's funny though. Is like I'll, I'll be at work and I'll I'll either read the Slack in my phone or I'll I'll read it on my watch or something, and uh, it, it just I can't even <laughs> respond. <laughs> Like, Lou's, Brian's like, so, we want to talk about, you know, Telltale's Walking Dead. And, like, it's pretty much Lou going, if I have to. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> use your words, Lou. I can tell you don't want to do it. Just So, by the time it rolls around to me, I'm like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear this conversation. This, well, the, the this thing is, like, is. This is mom and dad are fighting at the dinner table and the kids <laughs> just came in. And I'm like, uh, hey. The, the thing is, we started it. I feel like we, I'm – so as a podcaster, I am notorious for when I start something, I want to finish it. And I've I've been through a process like this before on my other shows where I'm like, no, we started this. We have to go to the end. Like we can't just drop it and ignore it and just you know pretend that it didn't happen. So I could, I- perfectly fine with that Here, here's the <laughs> I thing don't know what your problem is. if you guys are uh, don't want to finish it i totally get it but no, I, I i'm I close to finishing it and i'm i'm gonna finish it and we can certainly talk about it but i find that um i agree with lou that all of our telltale conversations boil down to the story was shite shit happened my choices didn't matter and i'm upset yeah. And it's like, that's not really fair to those who might actually enjoy A New Frontier, which is actually not that bad a Telltale game and not that bad a Walking Dead story. Because, I don't know, they all they all sort of operate the same way, I, I feel like. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, we'll save it for the next episode <laughs> yeah. when we all get oh, around no. to play. I said I was even going to finish it this week, and I wasn't even able to finish it this week. I've been so busy, so... Um, that that is pretty telling that I was unable to finish a Telltale episode in what well, it's been out for a couple weeks now. So um, yeah. Well, listen, hey, this is it. This isn't the Walking Dead episode. No, we got Look, our telling. This is this, this is, Resident is Evil. Resident Evil. Yeah. Okay. We got a lot of Resident Evil stuff to talk about today. We do, but predictions. E three predictions. E three is this week. Capcom will be there. Do you feel like we get Resident Evil news? Lou, I want to hear yeah. from you yes. first. Oh, Perfect. Sorry. Moving on. <laughs> no, I, yes. I, I, the, the, Capcom has stated that they find the, um, uh, what's it called? The 7 was a success for them, and the DLC was just as big a success as um, everything else. So I really won't be surprised if we don't get... Uh, not just another Resident Evil announcement, but maybe a, some more DLC coming to 7 than we expected. Hmm. Is it bad of me to even kind of just forget that 7 happened this year? Even though it was well-received and sold well, um, do you think we get anything with the uh, Resident Evil 2 remake? Do you think that's uh, something? Uh, I'd, be wi- I'd be willing to bet we get a trailer. Yeah, I could go for but a I trailer. Don't think, I don't think we'll get anything playable. Um, but I bet we get a trailer. Well, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't have that success of Resident Evil 7 and then not have anything following that up, you know? Yeah. Something from Capcom would, would be good. I, I know they have their fighting game coming out in uh, in um, in September, and it's going to have uh, a couple Resident Evil characters in it. So one can hope that... Uh, we we get around to more Resident Evil from Capcom. I I don't know. It just for some reason it it 
it kind of jumped into my head like oh my god it's e3 next week are we gonna get zombie games or have they just done so poorly Um, in last year that they're gonna drop it as a trend i've heard people say that oh i bet we get a pile of zombie games i don't think we're gonna get that many zombie games but i think we'll the few we do get mentioned will be showstoppers um I, i think sony is going to what was that game last year that they showed the trailer for that was oh, zombie related days gone days gone i'm yeah. willing to bet we get a days gone trailer oh yeah i think we're going to get days gonna... gone like revealed for this year like full reveal well <clears throat> listen i don't know if i mentioned this to you this is the resident episode look right? I, you didn't watch that movie i'm doing everybody a favor okay you yes you are I, i'm right. not i'm not gonna make fun of you for it you you watched it and i didn't have to so i'm happy all right hey you know what before we get into all of our resident evil topics we do have some news to cover so let's jump to the news like this easy peasy lemon squeezy first up china drops the censorship of zombie and vampire movies hmm do you think that's good or bad? Obviously, it's good, right? It's good for China, right? Great I mean, for China. So there was a ban. Fantastic. There was a ban in China by the Chinese government that had a. It was a ban for showing zombies and vampires. Um, Basically, any reanimated corpse. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they it's, a, it's a it's a Chinese culture thing. Um, I know for I know World of Warcraft has all the skeletons. And several of the undead stuff changed for their versions of the game. Oh, yeah. That's Are they right. going to now have to patch in skeletons now in World of Warcraft? I uh, <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. What are, if they don't have the undead, what do they, what do they have? It's, got, uh, just the, the... it's just like gray humans, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I actually think that that's what it is. Yeah. So, you know, the funny thing is, like, you think about it. So, according to this article... Uh, Chinese audiences, they're not allowed to watch things like World War Z, um, but it also includes Pirates of the Caribbean there, Caribbean, however you say it, yep. and then the Ghostbusters reboot, which, no big loss there, I guess. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so no more ban. So several, I mean, you got plenty uh, of zombie movies. Well, if, and- if there's no more ban, I bet we get some weird Chinese movies showing up that can now do the zombie thing that supposedly people weren't supposed to do that they've probably been watching all this time. Well, yeah, you got to imagine they've been still watching zombie movies somehow, right? Yeah, do you think there's like a, a, an under uh, underground market like, oh, this is uh, this is grade A, Walking Dead. You're going to love it. And it's just like eye zombies. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, right? I love it. Funny. It's delightful. But where's my grimy grimes? Um, I, this is very exciting because, uh, you know, obviously in the news, you're seeing a lot of, you know, oh, the movie performed poorly here in North America, but is doing gangbusters in China. And it's a big market. They love North American films. They they pay good, big money to go see them. So it's definitely um, the reasoning behind this change is it's in the article. It's basically like, yeah, this my, is about money. My hope is that if this is, this is something that's going to happen and it's going to be a positive thing at least in the zombie and horror genre because we don't get the big budget stuff we used to get mm-hmm. or we were getting for a while and maybe this will make hollywood take a few more risks since 
chances are in China it might do better than it does here in the United States. Well, I'd go as far to say that World War really Z two is probably gonna you know do gangbusters now and and jump straight into production now that they Why can do you partner. Keep saying gangbusters. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Just let me finish my thought, man. Come on. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I feel like they're they're gonna be jumping over there and and they're gonna have a Chinese production company. I mean, most big production companies like Legendary is mostly owned by a chinese holder of some kind and that's big business over there uh, movies and with the resident evil reboot that we're going to talk about later bob bob resident evil so the resident evil sorry it's fine it's fine the reboot that we're going to talk about later uh this is like perfect timing and and the people who are rebooting they shouldn't be uh kind of sitting there wondering why they're going to reboot it this is the reason it's because the biggest market is now going to allow you to show your film yeah, yeah. definitely it's crazy well yeah no it's good good for china which is um you know it's it's good to see a kind of progression like that so um we actually do have uh some resident evil news as well um <laughs> i guess it's not really resident evil news but um it's copyright law <laughs> umbrella corporation logo is a terrible choice for a skin clinic yep. um so there's a clinic is this where is this um vietnam is it vietnam i thought it was it might be so yeah i think it is so there's a uh, vietnam skin center and their logo is literally the resident evil umbrella how do you feel about that hmm Hmm. I'm okay with it. Are you? Yeah. I, I feel like I feel it's very close. It's a copyright issue, right? Like they they are yeah, stealing this logo, and I mean, it gives totally them totally stealing it though. It's not even. <laughs> yeah, no, it is literally like copy and paste. Yeah, it's a it's a PNG version that they then slapped over their shitty <laughs> banners. Yeah, and then the, my favorite thing is is that when they were contacted by. Uh, they were contacted about the fact that they're using the umbrella, uh, the video game logo, and that their logo looks just like Umbrella Corporation. Their response was, "Hold on, it's at the bottom of this article." Uh, oh, we we're very surprised by this coincidence. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, you're not. Oh wait, they actually posted on their Facebook on the fifth. We've received feedback from the media and community that our logo resembles that of a fictional corporation in a movie and video game series, Resident Evil. We are very sorry the situation has occurred and is working internally to find the best solution quickly. So they've removed the logo on their Facebook page. That's the best solution, to remove the logo. No, it says, we will continually update our progress on the website and social media presence. In the meantime, we will be monitoring continual feedback. So they are, uh, so they say, is not an intentional infringement of copyright. They just what do they just do like so you like so what what happens if you search for skincare on Google does uh, the umbrella logo God wait what if this really is the umbrella corp and this is just their their ruse their their guys yeah, is... that is one of the jokes floating around online about this whole thing <laughs> it's real it's actually umbrella it's, it's actually umbrella and that umbrella is real and they how own... smart is it though you know oh, it would no. be smart you know to fake your own fakery I guess right. I mean, it's right? it's one of those things where it's uh, it could be a coincidence, but it's just a funny. If it is a coincidence, it's a, one of those funny ones that like make you feel like the world is 
a good place and 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 just little shitty things like this happen and it makes you chuckle and it's unfortunate for what is an actual skin center skin skincare center right like yeah because they're trying to do good work they're just taking care of your skin look at the look at the logo look at the photo of their employees they have excellent skin that is the best way to sell your business. The you know? logo is so icon. Like, there's no way you just pick that. <laughs> I, I, like the, that copy of that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I have a wallpaper on my computer that is that actual logo. Joel, and it's and it's me with and that it's, shirt on. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's my shirt in my Joel Duggan drawing. Maybe that's where they um, got it. They're big fans. Yeah, you know what? It was me. Yeah, they're big fans of the show. Mm. They uh, they love my shirt. Um, it's, it's, an, it's I don't a know. Uh, kind of a fun article. Uh, let's talk about something interesting, though. Uh, have you heard about this game called Dead Alliance? No, but tell me, what is it about? It it is a zombie multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's basically a shooter game, right? And yeah. um, you use zombies, or you 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 know you come up upon it, zombies, it, but you can also use them as yes. weapons. I think you're yes. mistaken. This game came out and it was terrible, and it's called Umbrella Chronicles. No, no, no. This is oh. not that game. Resident Evil. This is uh, this is done by a different team. Oh, hold on, it's, Lou. Yep. <laughs> Resident Evil. Sorry. Okay. This is done by a different team. It's not like Umbrella Corporation, from what I can tell. Um, if you watch the video, basically, it's like a four v four multiplayer match. And okay, while so far go- you're not convincing me. <laughs> no, no. While that's going on, sometimes the teams need to team up to kill the zombies because there's too many zombies on screen for them to even deal with each other because the zombies are attacking everybody. Hmm. And so you're use- you're killing zombies, or I think this I think I saw something where somebody straps a weapon on a zombie and then pushes the zombie towards the other players. Like a bomb or something, and it sends it after them. And yeah. I'm like, this could be really neat. Now, now it is definitely it... add for a, sorry a variety of um, a different type of play, right? Like, because you could be that guy that either like, hey, let's <clears throat> you know, let's all team up to kill the zombies, or let's pretend we're teaming up to kill the zombies and kill the other team, right? Yeah, yeah, and it, it the, is four v four, right? And the yes, and the yeah. gameplay looks very similar to um, Left for Dead. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Could, it's got some. It's got. It's it got has. Some potential. It has. It has potential, and the fact that it's only gonna. It's gonna be a. Uh, not gonna be a full sixty dollar game. It's gonna be forty dollars. I feel like that might give it a leg up on some of its some of its competition. Forty dollars, and if you if you pre order, you get the Rapid Dominance Day One Edition, which contains three bonus loadouts featuring unique weapons and perks for use in multiplayer. Hmm. So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's got some potential. I like. I like it's the idea. It's certainly not as ugly as Umbrella Chronicles was. No, well, that's what happens when you talk about Resident Evil. You know. Yeah. I thought Umbrella Chronicles looked okay in trailers, but it did not. Um, look it okay did, in it, game. it looked okay in trailers when the full game launched. It is awful looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So let's let's talk about a game that I'm not convinced has zombies in it, but we'll mention it briefly before we get into uh, some of our talk about. Um, I'm not even gonna play it. How's well, that? you know, Resident Evil. It, you know, the first one was about zombies, but 
I think we can include this game if we're including the Resident Evil games that came. The Las Plagas? Yeah, Las Plagas. Um, Strange Brigade, made by the people that made the Nazi zombie army, correct? Mm-hmm. Sniper Elite Nazi Sniper Elite zombie team. army. Um, <clears throat> which is a really fun game, and I enjoyed playing that with you. And Which one of you blew everyone up with a hand grenade? Uh, I think that was Ryan. Meh. Or maybe like maybe maybe me. Um yeah, that was a fun game. So they're making this game called Strange Brigade where instead of being a sniper, you're, you know, one to four players jumping into uh, you know, a strange land. Um, strange Brigade sounds like something you'd like It just it sounds, sounds like, like a, a it's supposed it, from the trailer, it looks like it's supposed to be reminiscent to like those 1930s movies that inspired Indiana Jones, except it's like these guys show up at a at, at, at a tomb, and next thing you know, there's zombies attacking them, or they go to Egypt, <clears> and next thing you know, there's like mummies chasing them, and and each one of them is a different stereotype from I've seen that sort of genre. I've seen a mummy, some skeletons, and Anubis. I don't think I've seen any zombies yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, undead mummies are undead. I think that I think that's like borderline. We can count it. I'm not. I'm just. I'm giving you a hard time. It looks like fun though. I like these types of games, and I think they did a really good job on the uh, on the Sniper Elite series. So, what do you guys think? You gonna pick it I'd up? St- I'm definitely gonna keep an eye on this for when it it had does not have a release date yet, but I'm definitely gonna be watching for it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it could be fun. The whole ancient Mayan civilization kind of stuff is fun too. So. Um, seeing the world like that would be kind of neat. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Maybe there'll be zombies in it. Maybe not. Who knows? Um, but I we'll still we'll still talk about it. Yeah, let's all let's all hope there's zombies in it. Um, all right. Well, I guess it's time we get into why are Dingleberries brown? <laughs> Just the way shit is. Yep. Damn our right. Res- our Resident Evil talk. Resident Evil. The final chapter. Mm. Minus the reboot. So, Ryan, Mm. what did you think? Uh, So none of you have seen this, right? (coughs) Nope. None of us wanted to see it. Do either of you know anything about what happened in this film? Uh, I know nothing. Here's what I know. You ready? Yep. Alice goes to Raccoon City. She does go back to Raccoon City, yeah, which is a crater. It that's new, it. Got new. Okay. That's all. That's so about all I do. Like every other Resident Evil sequel, there's this time jump and story jump that leaves you more confused than you were at the end of the previous film. And they explain that time jump in a way that does not help whatsoever. Oh, uh, yeah? I'll skip right to the end. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> Only because of the of the extra stuff, the extra exposure, the extra uh, expose story they throw into it. The action in these films, I would say across the board, is top notch. Top notch action, top notch zombie taken out, top notch CG, top notch um, uh, you know uh, multi pass girl flipping around, kicking and you know uh, for some reason not being able to find a shirt that you know is not low cut like i mean six movies you'd think you'd pack like a t-shirt or something yeah um, something like that right yeah but uh 
it, it, it's it's got those moments of action where you're really like, ooh, I, yeah, this is a good movie. But then it has other moments where it devolves into basically explaining the reason for the apocalypse being um, Umbrella's idea. They wanted there to be an apocalypse. It was actually in a board meeting where they decided that they were going to cause the apocalypse. Um, and uh, they introduced... And why were they going to cause the apocalypse? Oh, wait, just because. No, because they felt as though the human race was destroying Earth. And if they, the rich people, the rich white old people that own Umbrella, were going to survive, they needed to take over the world for themselves. So they created the virus, which is the blue thing that they throw at the first film. And then they have the green thing, which is the antivirus. And the whole movie is about them trying to uh, get the, you know release the antivirus before all the human settlements are destroyed. And the computer... The Red Queen says, like, oh, 48 hours, I think, is when everybody will fail to survive. And then then they will release the antivirus to wipe out uh, all zombie life, and, uh, and, and Umbrella executives will live <laughs> happily ever after. Uh, so anyways, yeah. there is literal Bible-thumping in this film. Literal Bible-thumping. There's really? a Bible on the conference room table, and everyone's like, how do you propose that we're going to destroy all human life and save the earth for ourselves and he comes in and there's a bible on the table and he like he gives it a good thump he goes boom boom there's a book that already wrote that chapter and he's referring to noah's ark and uh the reign of 40 days and 40 nights is basically six god-awful films of zombies is what he's basically this whole film has been brought down to so the guy from game of thrones the guy that they, they kill in like the second or third one i can't remember He's back. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> a few of him really? are back. They're, they're, he's got like three clones. Um, awesome. Actually, at the end, he like, you know, Alice, they go back to the laser room and, and um, she like tricks him and she like dip dies around some lasers and she like hides a little grenade in his pocket and then it explodes and like, oh shit, he's dead. That was actually pretty good. And then he comes back inexplicably like, oh, I'm super powered. Grenade in my pocket. It doesn't hurt me. And then his clone, when his clone confronts him, like, you're not the real one. I'm the super religious crazy person and just stabs him to death. And that's the end of the film. Um, what? That's how the guy dies. Uh, and it was like, oh, that's so weird. But yeah, there's literal Bible thumping. Um, the Christian, they, they try to blame it all on hardcore Christian executives at Umbrella. Uh, Albert Wesker uh, gets fired and then crushed by a door because he was fired. That was pretty good. Um, oh, the best part. Okay. <laughs> There's a huge twist. Huge twist at the end of the film. You will never guess the twist. I'll give you both one guess. You'll never guess it. It's super ridiculous. And uh, Lou, I want you to go first. Uh... I'll give <laughs> no, you a hint. It has to do give with... Me- it has to do with executives that are revealed uh, at the end of the film. One executive in particular. So that's your that's your hint. That should be that and, and think outrageous, but you'll never guess it. One of them's Bill Gates. <laughs> no, that's too. Uh, no, it's a little more outrageous than that. Uh, one of them is Steve Jobs. No. <laughs> Okay, Bob, you go. It's it's not a real person. <laughs> That's not... So wait, wait. What was your what was your hint? So the hints are it's not a real person, and it's one of the executives oh. that is revealed at the very end of the film to be a character. 
That's... It's Alice. It's a clone. Okay. All right. So it's Alice, but it's the yep. real Alice in makeup. She is an old woman. <laughs> and it's literally what? makeup caked onto the, the, the actress that plays Alice. And the story goes, the person who created the T-virus was trying to cure her daughter his daughter, who had this degenerative, uh, you know, opposite of Benjamin Buttons or... Uh, yeah, the, oh. the, the disease where you age. Yeah, he, really she's fast. aging really... F- not the opposite of Benjamin Button. The Benjamin Button disease, where she is aging too quickly. And uh, it works for a little bit. <clears throat> yep. But then it proves to be um, actually turning people into zombies as well. So that that doctor actually tries to preserve all of her memories so alice is not only this old lady in a wheelchair at the end but she's also the red queen the red queen the cg computer is based off of alice as well so alice's three characters and at the end they sort of have like this powwow where they're all like girl power we're all the same people um anyways it's again like it's this romp of really good action followed by really stupid story and then really good action and then really stupid story and at the end the idea is that they'll take this antivirus out and they just smash it on the ground and that will slowly release the antivirus into the into the um into the atmosphere and and kill all the zombies at the end it's like they're setting it up like oh alice is gonna die alice is gonna die because she has the t-virus in her right and what happens is she runs out with the T-virus, the antivirus, and she uh, slams it on the ground after Dingleberry 1 stabs Dingleberry 2, and then the zombies eat them. So this whole time, they're like, this horde of zombies is coming towards the Raccoon City uh, facility that they're in. So there's this uh-huh. horde of zombies, and like, how are they going to solve this issue? <clears throat> Literally, when they drop the canister of T-virus, antivirus, it's like a wave. It's like the happening all the zombies just drop dead in the vicinity. Just drop dead. Oh my god! And the idea. Oh, so it's like the it's like the bees from uh, from uh, uh, the that uh, that other Capcom game. The bees. The bees in a jar. You smash the bee in the jar, and it kills hordes of zombies. Oh, they just oh. die. Oh, a Dead Rising. Dead rising. Yeah, yeah so the the zombies all die, and the idea is that, oh, Alice sacrificed herself. Uh, no. Turns out, just all the T-virus is cured from her, and she gets to survive. And uh, old Alice nice. has implanted all of her memories as a child and as a uh, old lady <clears throat> into this contact lens that then she puts in. And the movie ends with, with the voiceover being like, even though the antivirus was released, I still have a job to do as it's released through the atmosphere and could take days, if not years, to reach the entire world. There are still people to be defended. And she's like driving into the distance and you see the big monsters. It's just... It's just... a It's a bad film with good moments. And the fact that the people who actually made this, including Mila Jovovich, who played Alice, um, saying that we... I don't know why they're rebooting it so so soon. We have a whole cast and crew that put their you know ten years of their lives into this franchise, and we're very faithful to the to the video game series. That's complete and utter bullshit. Because in this last film, the only thing that is that is still clinging to life uh, from the from the original video game is Claire Redfield 
and her yeah. siblings are just inexplicably not there like chris is nowhere to be found even though he, I, I can't remember if he died pretty sure he did maybe he didn't maybe he did die i don't know anyways um albert Whisk wesker's there and umbrella is there nothing else is remotely close to the video game franchise so the fact that they're rebooting it is just is is not a surprise because this film has fallen so far from the actual franchise and um man it's bad but it has its moments but the end is just so ridiculous when they review you kind of suspected that like oh that sounds like mila jovovich like you know sounding like an old woman i'm an old woman now because i've aged i have this wheelchair and i'm gonna make witty oh my god there's an even worse moment where game of thrones guy has like supercomputer in his contacts and like mila jovovich is like okay i have a i could grab that knife and i could stab him that'll work or i could grab this thing and stab him and that would work and it's like a computer simulation in her head as she's thinking about it and then you know game of thrones guy says like none of those will work i have a 99 percent chance of defeating you and then it shows his perspective where it's like a bunch of computer numbers and shit and calculations and you know it shows alice trying to grab the ice pick and then he like snaps her neck and it goes through all of it goes through all of the scenarios that she just that it just showed you from her going through it now showing him going through it but killing her every time and it just it's it gets so serious and so up its own ass that the action that they're portraying is kind of ruined you know like it's Mm -hmm. it's 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 just unfortunate because i thought the first film was really well done for what it was it 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 tried to be resident evil but be its own thing as well introduce new characters there wasn't even a single character from the video game in the first film yeah so no there is no character from the video games in the first film but they make reference to some of the characters yeah. and some and of I the think locations. At the very end, they have one, two, or something. Well, they like do that. a nemesis yes. program or something. Yeah. And I'm just saying, like, you know, this franchise could have been put down after every film that came out because I think they ended <clears throat> in a way that could have been like, and she write it off ever after, happily ever after, um, defeating zombies, the end. And I think with this one they've done the same thing like they say this is the final chapter yet like they they end it as if oh they could tell one more story umbrella is defeated but i i just i'm so glad it's over because they're not they're just you if you snipped out all the action bits you'd have a really good film and you'd be happy to watch mila jovovich just kick ass for for a half hour but the fact that they turn this into a two hour 15 minute you know let's explain all the little things that are happening and suddenly this character who returns out of nowhere with no explanation besides the fact that he's a clone is suddenly this super religious like cult guy it's like where did that come from like it just doesn't make sense and it's bad and i'm glad you guys didn't watch it so so you don't recommend it no i don't but i do recommend like finding funny youtube videos where they make fun of the fact that (laughs) mila jovovich is in is in makeup at the end um i'm sure those exist because that was just silly i think i read somewhere about that scene or heard it somewhere on a podcast somewhere where someone was making fun of the fact that she was the old lady at the end so when you said it i was like oh yeah i think i did hear about this some 
someplace, and that's one of the reasons why I had no interest in this movie. It, it's just such <laughs> a. It's just it. You know, it looks at the rest of the film franchise and just completely says, "We're not taking this seriously anymore." You, you know, what you could have done is you could have just hired some an old lady that kind of looks like Mila Jovovich, and I would have even been fine with it because they've already introduced a bunch of clones, anyways. But like right. they they did the they did a, a separate obviously a separate actress for the Red Queen. Now they did change her for this film to look very much like Mila Jovovich. Of course. Yeah, so did. you don't so you don't notice it the first time, but like No, but in this one they've clearly changed the model that they're yeah. using for the for the projection. But um it's it's just it's one of those things like if you're gonna do the shitty uh turn of events where dun 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 it was her all along except she's old um, you could have hired someone that just looked like Mila Jovovich, but was actually seventy and decrepit, or eighty or ninety. I don't know. Didn't look like she worked out. Actually, she had a degenerative, degenerative disease, so she was in a wheelchair. So, anyways, it was just it. It, it was unfortunately bad, and um, but there were some laughable moments, but they weren't like good laughable moments. They were clearly like not intentional laughable. You mean? Oh yeah, and there's one moment where this guy, and you don't do this in action films, but. The guy says to Mila Jovovich, like, I'll suck my dick. And it's like, really, dude? Like, you don't, you say, it's just, it's just really bad writing as well. And it's like, no way anyone would say that. And no one would look at him and say, like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Like, she just saved our lives. And you told her, like, a very derogatory thing. Like, what an asshole. Uh I don't know. Yeah, really. It's bad. It's terrible writing, but great action. Um, and I don't know how anybody can defend this franchise. Like just the, the quotes that were coming out when the reboot happened is like, everybody saw it coming and said, this is a good idea to reboot it, except for the cast and crew who kind of took it personally. And it's like, mm. <laughs> I love your, I love your description of the movie. I think it's great. Um, in, in all honesty, I, I'm really excited for the fact that we might get something new. Because we've had, what was this? Was this six or seven? Six. Okay. I thought it was, yeah, it's not six. The video game seven. Yeah. But si- we've had six movies that the first one was interesting. The second one was eh. The third one was okay. And then they just go downhill from there even more. Yeah. And <clears throat> like a lot of fans have gone, why do they keep making these? Why do they keep making these? Why do they keep making me? <laughs> so, the fact that we're going to get some, that we might get something new that's maybe closer to the original, the original source material, that 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 that's exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk. So, let's let's talk this reboot real quick because we don't have a lot of information on it. A lot more but than I, you'd think, though. To be honest. Well. So we're rebooting the Resident Evil franchise already. Not already, but we're going to reboot it. Um, So right now it's going to be who's it was um, the guy that did more. The two guys that did Mortal Kombat, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, What's what's his name? Uh, James Wan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh and the other guy that wrote the guy that wrote the new reboot is also worked with James Wan on Mortal Kombat, which is supposedly so, also getting a reboot. Which is also getting a reboot. Now James Wan, I think, is doing 
one of the uh, is it Aquaman or something like that? Yeah, he's currently um, filming Aquaman, I believe. So the guy's guy's got some talent, right? He's obviously he, he's good. We'll say he's good. Mortal Kombat was a fantastic movie compared um, to compared <laughs> to others. Yes. Yeah. So what what do we do? What do we do for a reboot of Resident Evil? Mm, I I think you go closer to the video game. Like I think you 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 cast Chris, you cast Jill, you make it a a a, a cop drama slash mystery at a mansion, and you could you could make a really a really good <coughs> film if you kind of piece together a good story that that is grounded. Um, I I think you apply like the same thing they've applied to comic book films, where they take the source material, they ground it a little bit, and they make it a little a little darker, a little more mature, and you've got a good Resident Evil film. Like you you don't have to go like super cheesy like the original, but I think I think you could do the mansion story uh, pretty easily. You know, just yeah, no, you could do the mansion story, but you do it more. You borrow ideas from this for the first film of this series where you show the outbreak happen in the facility in like the beginning of the film so mm-hmm. that you as the viewer knows what happened mm-hmm. and then show maybe somebody in a house on the outskirts of town get attacked and then there'd be reported missing persons cases and then do the whole send a search and rescue team out into the woods looking for for missing people and then that be like maybe the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, and then bam, we get our heroes, and our heroes have about 60 minutes to go through the mansion. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I think it would, I, I think you could make a great Resident Evil film and and pay homage to the, to the video game franchise without deviating so, so drastically like the current series. And, and in this article that we linked, it, it's... They're even talking about rebooting it, but also planning six films. So I don't know about you guys, but when you plan six films, I feel like you've got a bit of an overarching story there, and and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I like, think it's I think it's a I think it's a I think it's a bit presumptuous to assume six, but to at least plan a film and a sequel is what they should have. Because yeah. No matter what it is, it's Resident Evil. It will probably make enough money for them to do a sequel. Yeah, I, I am okay with um doing a little more. I I would like to see a little more video game base. I think that's what you're going to sell right now to the audiences too, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I I think um. I think you could do it right now, though. I don't think it has to be action. I think you can do a horror suspense game movie and have it be really good with some of the movies that we've been getting lately as far as horror movies go. Really unconventional, right? I don't think so, it need, I think I agree. I don't think it needs to be action. I'm thinking you could probably I don't want to see um, I don't want to see like paranormal activity. Like I don't want to see Resident Evil 7 turned into a movie. I want to see Resident Evil 1, but it can be a survival horror type jason style game where people are Mm -hmm. being killed by traps or zombies and i don't think it's so far-fetched to explain away like you know a billionaire's mansion connected to a lab as a protection device of this secret laboratory right like i i think there's a way you can do it 
where it's not ridiculous and it feels it, it's still no matter what way you slice it it's still a video game movie so it has to have some what other films would consider silly it's it has to be it has to be grounded in that franchise so i feel like you have to have a little silliness because it is it's still zombies in a mansion in a underground yeah. lab and type stuff but i'm just i'm i'm excited to see what they do with this and if james wan is is producing and you know you got writers for uh from the new mortal Kombat film they're working on and video game <clears throat> movies are are cautiously coming back i think i think um warcraft made a a big impact in that it showed that you you can't completely fail when you actually try um some would argue that i think warcraft maybe at best broke broke even but um yeah comic book i think comic book movies have really proven that if you just take it seriously and try your best to respect your audience you can make a great film that makes millions if not billions of dollars and right that's unfortunately what everybody looks at is money but you're spending money to make money when it comes to movies and you're spending a yeah. lot of money um but i would love to see like the classic chris jill non you know more serious casting not like yeah let's go to that prison break guy i don't know he was chris i was i would terrible. i would say i i'm okay with it. and like you don't have to follow the story completely but definitely make it a Jason style S movie where they're trying to figure out what's going on and you can even you know, skip I, to I two. I mean cool. two would two would be a good one to start with if you want to avoid like the whole mansion trap thing. You could go straight to zombie apocalypse in two and maybe combine them and have, you know, the start of one lead into two where it's where it's a jump in time where it's the apocalypse and maybe you look at like a Chris Jill slash Leon Claire story where you're 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 showing the tension of these two groups trying to find each other. I I don't yeah. know. I think you could have um you could have fun with it while still being very playing very close to the video games and I think it's been long enough since 1 and 2 have come out that you could easily uh copy those those premises very closely. Yeah. And it'd be kind of like, you know, Force Awakens versus A New Hope. Like it's been so long that them doing the same story actually kind of worked for them. Um and I think, you know, if you were to kind of copy strong elements from one and two and make a film about it, uh, it'd be long enough that fans of the franchise would be ecstatic to see it again relived on screen. And, um, you know, newcomers of just the zombie uh, zombie fan would be kind of excited and maybe looking forward to playing some of the older Resident Evil games. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's exciting and the fact that they're moving so quickly on it tells me that it's going to happen probably i'd say we're going to see a, at least a trailer in the next couple of years and we're going to get probably a release before 2020 i'd say yeah yeah well, i would go as far as to say i think we get a movie by the end of uh 2018 oof Ooh, that's really quick that, I'm, I have no uh, problem with that. If they've already if they've already got directors picked and they've already got somebody writing a script, I guarantee we have a script by the end of this year, and they're filming by next year at the at the beginning of next year at the at the latest. Well, that's because these these Mortal Kombat guys they move quick. <laughs> well, the Mortal Kombat film isn't even out yet, right? They haven't started filming or casting or whatever. It's it's written, but. Yeah, I agree. Like this is a cash cow. It's a one point two billion dollar franchise worldwide, and um, I also think they're going to do something similar to what they did with 
the first Resident Evil film, where most of the cast was unknowns. Most well, of that'd them. be good. I, w- I would prefer that. Me too. Um, I-, I don't know. It's got some serious potential to do something really, really good. And you could follow the game a little closer, like we talked about, but not having to follow it all the way. And I don't know. I'm just thinking that there's a real opportunity here to make something good out of something that so many people have criticized for being just bad, you know? Like, either fans of the game or fans of, you know, the original storyline for Resident Evil. Just I, I don't know too many people that like the movies, you know? Yeah. Especially Ryan now. They mm-hmm. watched them all. Yeah, but, I have. I don't well. want to watch them ever again. Except for a new one. That'd be fun. All right. Well, you know what? We could we we could go on for a while about this, but you know we're also interested in hearing what your thoughts are on a Resident Evil reboot and what you would do if you were fighting Scorpion or Sub Zero in the in the uh, Raccoon City Mansion. Oh, um, crossover! Cro- oh, crossover! It's happening. Confirmed. Send all your ideas to uh, Lou Page. Yeah, no, I'm just, just kidding. Page. Just Lou. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so, Ryan, if people want to send us their ideas, where are they going to do it? Well, if you go to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, you'll find a bunch of useful links, including <clears throat> our email, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, YouTube, Patreon. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. And uh, yeah, if you want to follow individual hosts, I'm at R. Murphy, Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob is at Bobbert F. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork that you're looking at right now on your listening device. Find more <gasps> of his great stuff at joelduggan.com. com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. Hey. No need to get crazy. Lou Page, any last words? Play Resident Evil 7 if you want a really good Resident Evil experience. <laughs> Your penis? Alright, that'll, that'll do. Well, I mean, really. Really? Yeah. What is it? Alright. Yeah. Bring it back. But really? Yeah. Alright. Resident sure? Evil. Resident Evil. I wish it was quicker. Then I could just do it over and over again. Huge, 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 huge douchebag.